Good evening, everyone. Um, I'd like to welcome everyone to the podcast, Heavenly Faces. I'm your host, Jameer Lunker, with uh, Dorothy. And um, I missed last week because we actually had uh, our tornadoes that came through our area the day before, and it kind of wiped out a whole lot of things. We had lost power. But we were blessed enough here at my place on my street where the tornado did not come down and no buildings were damaged, but about four or five blocks, uh, a lot of chaos, um, buildings, um, a whole car dealership is messed up and a whole lot of businesses are destroyed, including my church building actually was wiped out. The insurance person had to total it out because uh, everything was gone. So a lot of damage you can uh, keep in prayers. The one thing that uh, our father got, he was so merciful that within the city um, and even outside the city of this area where that tornado had hit, caused all the destruction, that, uh, no no lives, there were no fatalities, no one was killed or, or no serious injuries either. From that, it was an F3 tornado, but they said it was actually at one point an F4 what that means, I really don't know, <laughs> but it, it, it's obviously not good from looking at uh, the damage and chaos. So that was the reason why I was not able to uh, have the uh, the podcast last Thursday. Um, so let me go ahead and open up in prayer. Um, Father, we thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy. We thank you for your blessings. Thank you for your uh Kindness. Thank you for sending our Lord and Savior Jesus and died on the cross for our iniquities, our sins, and transgressions. Father, draw us closer towards you. Draw us closer towards your Son. Help us to listen to heed to him, Father. We ask all these things in your Son Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Um, so last week, before... Uh, we were talking about hearing from God or how to hear God's voice. Uh, and we asked, I just talked about really the, the importance, the import, importance of hearing his voice. Um, why it's so important from Genesis to Revelation, even though we haven't got to really Revelations yet. From Genesis to our time, one of the main criteria, no matter if it was Moses, um, Abraham, Enoch, Matthew, um, and everyone in between, <laughs> Mary, I can go on and on, and people, John the Baptist, you know, um, David. One of the main things that our Father, he always wants us to be able to have the ability is actually to hear his voice. To hear his voice through the written word, and then also to hear his voice like with within ourselves and our within our hearts, you know, um, because a lot of people they read the Bible and they uh, do not hear God's voice. They read the Bible every day. Many people at many churches they read the Bible, they don't hear God's voice. And many atheists they read the Bible, they do not hear God's voice. Um, many people at many seminary schools they read the Bible, and don't hear God's voice either. And some of those people, or what I would say the majority of those people who are reading the Bible, I bet most of them do not believe in our Father, but 
some of the people don't hear God's voice, I believe, because they don't know that uh, that that's something that uh, the Holy Spirit or God wants them to do, is to hear his voice. Um, so they, I guess they don't believe that uh, they think that God would actually talk to them because maybe they're not a minister or maybe they're not a pastor. Maybe they just feel like, well, I'm just the president of this company. Why would God talk to me? Or maybe I'm just a student in high school. Why would God talk to me? Or I'm a custodian or a doctor, and I'm not in the ministry. I'm not trying to be a missionary, so why would God talk to me? But uh, our Father, God, he doesn't care what your title is, you know. He wants to talk to all of us, no matter what our title is. Um, One of the scriptures that I want to go through, actually the main one is uh, Habakkuk in the Old Testament, Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 1 through 2. And this this will be the main one that we'll use. And he Habakkuk says, "I will stand on my guard post station. Excuse me. I will stand on my guard post and station myself on a rampart, and I will keep watch to see what he will speak to me." And then the Lord answers me and said, "Record the vision." Um, very very famous scripture. Um. But I want to kind of break down that scripture from a study that I've been watching. But that first part, it says in Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1, I will stand on my guard post. Um, I will stand on my guard post. So the first key to hearing God's voice is to be in a quiet place and still in our own thoughts and emotions. So that's what he's saying. I will stand guard on my post. Um, Psalms 46.10 uh, basically encourages us that, uh, what, that we should be still and let go. We should cease striving and know that what he is God. Some verses say be still and know that I am God. Um, Psalms 37 verse 7, it says be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Um now this this waiting thing is is uh, interesting because it's like what the the scriptural Bible mean by waiting. I heard people say, "Well, I'm just going to sit around here at my house and wait. I'm not going to apply for any job or anything like that until I hear from God." Voice and they ended up sitting around for a couple of months, kind of wait waiting on things. You know, sometimes maybe that is what He's calling you to do, but I don't believe that is the case all all of the time. Um, as far as waiting, it can be that, and it cannot be that. Um, it, I believe it depends on the person, but most of the time, I don't believe it's like if God is trying to, uh, like I'm gonna wait for God to apply for to, to even apply for a job. You should also be applying for jobs also while you're waiting, and that's I believe that's like part of action, acting of faith. Um, but uh, when you're actually waiting. On God, there's a deep inner knowing in your spirit that uh, there's something that you can experience with our Father in heaven, our Father God, if um, we just practice awaiting on Him. You know, and it's very, very, very hard, you know, because we got a lot of 
out of noise and a lot of distractions, a lot of things that are always going on, especially in these kind of these days, we have the phones that's always beeping. Um, televisions are talking, technology is everywhere. So it's kind of almost hard, especially here in Western society here in America, to find a hard place. Even when you're living in more rural areas, is is very, very difficult, you know, because sometimes even if you don't have those things, our mind also is going all kind of places. So it's important that we guard or we guard our posts. Um, and it's not like like an office, you know, but it's like like or like when I say like a building, I'm talking about a mindset, our mind state. Um, that we can actually, you know, we can love God, love our Father God, and be still, and we can have like a uh, a time of quietness. Even like maybe a quiet worship song is uh are some things or tips that can you can use uh as a way to be, become still. Um and in Second Kings chapter three, Elijah he needed a word from the Lord and so he said, Bring me a minstrel and as he kinda like sat there and played the minstrel, um and there was that's a way of standing and guarding on your post. Guess what? Our Father God, He spoke to him, and um, we ourselves, you know, we might not be playing any harps or anything like that, but we can have our own joyful noise. You know, like if you sing in front of a crowd, people like if you're not gifted in that way, people might not understand it, might not like it. But um, just between you and our Father, He was looking not at your outward expression. A motive those types of things he doesn't look like uh he doesn't look as man does, but he looks at the heart you know um and we gotta be careful you know um also as far as guarding our post and the music we listen to, listen to even the Christian music is a lot of crazy things out there <laughs> you know, so we gotta be be careful um and not saying that those that other music out there is not um I believe a lot of music is out there could be a tool to bring those who are in those type of cultures to the father as an outreach but when we're trying to worship God or worship father we're trying to to hear from him we need clarity and maybe those types of music are something you need but you might be if you're having trouble, you might want to just get down to the very, very basics and just maybe want to get you a hymn or maybe even not even a hymn, just a Bible verse that you can memorize and sing. Um, and you can use that to worship your uh, your father and just kind of like it's a way of uh, like ushering in his presence, you know, um, letting him know that you want to be, you want him to come. It's like, it's like inviting him. And, like, when you say, okay, I'm going to guard my post, blocking all these things of the world out, and um, I'm going to worship before the Father, and just that's, it's just going to be me and him. Like, personal, you know, when we say accept the Lord Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, it just, it just doesn't stop there, okay? They say, okay, I, I accept the home, I'm in, like, saying, and that's it. 
No, it does not stop there. Um, this verse also says, I will keep watch to see him. Um, I will keep watch to see him also in this verse. Um, so to receive, we want to receive um, the pure word of God. You know, it's very, very important that our heart is properly focused and still. Um, so that uh, we'll be placed in a position of receiving. Like it says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, that we should, what, fix our eyes upon Jesus. Um, not fix our eyes on all the stuff that he brings. We know that our Father, he's, he owns the cattle of uh, all the hills. He owns, he, the, the scripture says that the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. And there's all kind of things that's in heaven and spiritual realm that uh that the good things that uh our father owns and that some of the things we know about some of the things we don't know that's just what it says no my has seen nor um, no eye has seen nor ear has served, but uh, he has prepared for us. So everything that we think we know, I think we actually only know like one percent of it. It's sorry, <laughs> even if we know that much of it. But anyway, we should be Hebrews twelve two focused on him not all the things, all right? I will keep watch to see. So in our stillness and and becoming before the Father, we will keep watch and see. And these are things, that, these are parts of the scripture, things that you, you write down. And it's almost like a journey or a path, a way the, that you can hear God's voice clear, clearly. Um, um, excuse me. Um, so, uh, Habakkuk, when he was, uh, actually writing this or, or looking to the vision, he had opened the eyes of his heart, you know, and he was looking to the spirit world to see what God wanted to show him. And that's what we should do. Um, and we know that God speaks, he talks, his voice comes through many ways, um, through his written word, of course, um, through the Holy Spirit, through dreams, through visions, um, even sometimes through animals, <laughs> you know, um, as far as him using different things to speak to us, even the rocks, you know, they're going to cry out and praise the Lord, you know, but they do, you know, um, but he wants to speak to us through all these different means, through all these different methods. And this is what uh, Habakkuk is talking about when it says, fix your eyes upon, well, he's talking about the be on your post and the wait, the watch, because we had to be in that position and that looking in, that, in this receiving position in order to see what uh, the Father is saying. In other words, we need to be in, in some type of uh, experience expectancy, expecting to hear, you know, that's almost like, again, faith, um, faith, and it's beyond, like, sometimes it's like, okay, we're trying to be rational, trying to look for facts, look for the physical senses, thing, and, and the Father God, he does use those things, but he wants to go beyond those things also, um, 
and call and wants us to look into the things of the spirit into the spiritual world and there's it's so much things around us we have going on you know in the spiritual realm we have the angels fallen angels demons um the holy spirit uh but we also have the the, the holy spirit which i said our omnipresent father and his omnipresent son but <laughs> we don't have to be worried about what's out there we just have to worry about where our focus is um, so that's like the sec the second key. Remember, just remember where our focus is. Actually, uh, in Acts chapter two, verse twenty-five, it says, "I saw the Lord always in my presence, for He is at my right hand, so that I will not be shaken." And actually, it was kind of like Acts, even though it's an Acts, he was quoting from um, Psalms. Um, and it was from David, and he said, and this is uh, Psalm 16, verse 8, he said, I have set the Lord continually before me because he is at my right hand, and I will not be shaken. Um, David had an understanding that the Lord was always with him, just as, as he is always with us, but we have to what? Set. We have to set ourselves. David says, I have set the Lord continually before him. So we have to set the Lord continually before us. And we have to know these things. Um, even Daniel, he said, uh, and Daniel, like if you look at Daniel chapter 7, verse 2, Daniel chapter 9 and Daniel verse 13, he was always that. He was always looking. He was keeping looking. You know, when he prayed for those 21 days, he was always looking. Um, He was always placing himself in a place of receiving and also not only receiving, but in a sense he was setting Jesus. He didn't know him to be Jesus at the time. Maybe he did Yeshua, Father God, Emmanuel, before him. And that's that's what he was doing in prayer, and that's what we should take from them, from the scripture. That's why it's important, very very important for us, for us to read the word. Um, Jesus, he and uh, his walk, he was the example of the first morning among the brother. He demonstrated the ability of living out of a constant contact with our Father God. Declaring, guess what he said? Basically, he don't do his things on his own, but he only do things that he what sees the Father doing. And he said this in uh, John chapter five, verse nineteen through twenty. So he was seeing things that the Father was doing. He said, "Okay, that's what I'm doing. That's an example for us." He wasn't just saying, "Oh, okay, I'm better than you. I'm, I can see the Father, and you can't." No, he said all these things. So we can also do them. So we can also practice practice them. And it is impossible. I mean, I'm sorry, not impossible. It is possible for us to uh, do these same things because all we have to do is simply fix our eyes upon Jesus. We sometimes we get in the flesh and like all the things. No, it's about Him. It's about Him. It's about Him. It ain't, it ain't about us. We don't have special ears. We don't have special eyes. 
It's just because our Father God is merciful. As uh, Paul says in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18, he says, I pray, he's talking to his um, the church of Ephesians, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. Basically, that the eyes of your heart may be open um, so that you may see see uh, what Jesus has, the plans, ideas, um, direction. Um, because when we see these things, this is the way that our Father, he is actually communicating with us. It's like a communion, a relationship, a personal relationship um, with us that he desires and wants us to have. But if we if we don't know that he wants to see, see, you know, and then some people are more visual where they will see things. Some people are more audio where they might hear things. And I'm not talking about like you're going to hear something or you're going to see something like physically, and I'm not going to say you're not going to, but most of the things are going to be through the eyes of your heart, as it says in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18, kind of like a spiritual thing, a, a spiritual direction. Once, One time, uh, many, many years ago, actually even before I was born, this is a testimony my father, my mother told me that her brothers were on their way to work and leaving the house, and she had, she said the Holy Spirit told her and she was praying that that morning that uh, her brother should not um, go to work that day. And she was very, very, very disturbed about it and told him, don't go to work. Um, but they, the brothers, uh, they wanted to get paid. <laughs> so they was like, okay, well, we're going to go to work anyway. But what they did was they actually want a different way to work. And when, when they got, actually they got home later on that evening, and uh, they said, uh, they ended up telling my mother that um, it was good that she said that because uh, it made them not go to the way that they were supposed to go to. And it was a very, very, very horrible accident on the interstate um, that happened that, that uh, day. And I heard other stories, too, similar about people who were told, uh, who said they, that the Holy Spirit told them, uh, that they worked in the in the trade towers on nine eleven, and they was told not to go because they 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 just I, I'm not sure if they was praying or whatever, but they said the Holy Spirit told them um, that they should not uh, go to work that day. So very very interesting. If we set our um, Lord and Savior before us, if we try to do it all the time, we can be like Jesus. He will be directing us all the time. Um, if we just yield. The third thing um, of uh, hearing his voice is uh, is basically just recognizing. So recognizing that he wants to speak to us. Okay? We have the, the recognizing that his voice is speaking to us through all these different manners, all these different ways. Um and finally, um, our Father God told Rebecca to write down the vision. Um, basically, uh, everything that he's saying is, is write it down so you won't forget it. That's one of the reasons why the word was written, so we won't forget what happened. Because a lot of times, like sometimes when you go to, like, you, say, for instance, you're preparing a list to the grocery store, 
and you write it in all these things so you can remember when you get to the store, you can remember to get. Or like before the days that they had GPS, you would write down the directions on a sheet of paper or you have a map, you know. Um, so when the father is giving you directions, one very key important thing is maybe you want to have like some type of journal just solely devoted to that. And a lot of, I know this is like electronic age, a lot of people, well, people, a lot of people write, but a lot of people, they use technology. You can, you can, there's like many recording apps on your phone where you can record your voice if you don't like it. And like the dictation software too, where like it does a speech to text. So these are many, many ways. Our, our father, he doesn't care if you write it with a pen, pencil, crayon. You recorded it on your phone. Um, just as long as your journal and his direction, what it does is you can look back as a reminder, as a testimony that uh, he spoke to you on this particular day, and you did that, and it helps build up your faith. It helps build up your testimony. Um, it encourages you, and then you can share those things. You can share those things out. Uh, with those who are around you, your friends, your family, uh, your neighbors. Uh, um, it's, all, it's almost like even though it's not, um, I mean, it's your own personal journal, but it ends up can turn it into a uh, form of testimony. A testimony. Um, and one thing that people have uh, trouble with um with hearing God's voices, uh, well, they're like, well, how do I know it's him? It could be my own self speaking, you know, like, God, like, you might hear a voice that God wants you to eat that ice cream bar or something, or something. I don't know. I just put that out there. How do I know, um, um, is God's voice? Well, these right here, one thing you do is you test the spirit. First John 4, verse 1. You can look at the scripture, the word, you know, and you know the father, he's not going to tell you to do anything crazy, crazy, you know. Um, so you want to test the spirit, like jump off the bridge. He's not going to tell you to do that. <laughs> you know, like, oh, is this in the scripture? Um, also, you can compare it to biblical principles. Um so something is like basically contrary to the what's written in a word, or or some things are not all things are not written in the scripture, but just just principles, you know. Um, we can compare it to that. Um, compare it to God's character. You know, we can compare it to God's character. Um, and also we can. Uh, Share with those who are, who are around us in the body of Christ who are more spirit, spiritually mature. Actually, uh, that's what it says in Proverbs eleven fourteen. Um, so you can go to someone, maybe uh, it's a pastor or some type of elder or a family member who's been saved, and you as you uh, see that they have a great walk with the Father. Um, so you can test it in that way. So those are different ways. Whenever the Father is speaking, whatever you journal in, that you can know know for yourself. And then once you get more comfortable, once you go and repeat these patterns, um, they become habit, and it becomes almost like second nature to you. Um, 
So those those are the ways that in which you can uh, learn to hear God's voice and have this fellowship and intimate relationship with them. And the main text, again, I came from was uh, the Habakkuk. Um, so he's talking about writing division. <clears throat> so back to chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, and there's been even some songs made about that, uh, about writing division and making it plain. Um, but remember, we had to, what, stand on our guard posts, we have to station ourselves before him. We have to keep watch um, to see what he's going to say. And then we have to what? We have to record it. We have the right to vision. Um, so I hope that those, uh, those four steps, those four keys will help you in your uh, spiritual walk with the Father and some of the scriptures I gave to you. I'll open up up to uh, Dorothy if she has any anything she wants to add to it or say say anything. Um, I think when we're learning to hear God's voice, and you said a lot of it, we need to like practice hearing and stepping out in faith that what we are hearing is Him. Um. And I've had, I've done that with you know getting teachers for the channel and a lot of different things. It's it's like all right, Father, if I'm really hearing from you this time, because sometimes He speaks so softly you can barely hear Him, and you have to really press in and look for some confirmation. But if you don't step out in faith and try to obey, I mean you can't obey what you don't hear, right? But um, yeah. I think that's one of the things is practicing. Like when I did not recognize that still little voice that he said, well, it's time to move, you know, and I didn't move. He still, you know, he brought things so that I, that's when I found um, Pastor Murray and started really learning. About scripture I had been a Christian But I did not recognize his voice So even though I was ill I got you know Hit physically emotionally A lot of different ways Because I didn't obey when I heard him Because I didn't know I was hearing him He still brought good out of it You know So don't be afraid to step out And say okay I'm going to believe this is you Because it goes according to your um, who you are. It doesn't go outside the Bible, you know, and, and just practice. So that's yeah, all I can that, say. That is so good, the practice thing. Yeah, it, it, yeah, because a lot of people, probably a lot of people are discouraged or they've been taught that, um, that, that he does not speak to them and it's very, that, that's, that's very wrong. You, yeah, you, people are missing out on the things, and it might be where you're you're saving someone from danger, or it might not be that complicated. It might be where he just wants to bless you with something so simple, or or, or something that you might have forgotten, you know, or, or blessing someone else. You know, you don't never know what it is. 
um, how he wants. But you know, every get a perfect gift is from our Father. He's not going to give us snake or rod. It's going to be something good if we listen to him. Right, and you're not going to hear it if you're not looking for it or listening for it. And and I always like to say it's when you're a parent, you have this switch that you, no matter what you're doing, you hear what the kids are doing, you know? And when something goes quiet, you know when something's wrong because you've got that switch flipped. And it's the same thing with father, <laughs> just flip the God switch, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that is so true. Um, well, I guess I'll, I'll close out a prayer. And actually, I want to say a prayer. Actually, several several prayers. I want to, if you guys can remember, I want to pray that uh, you guys will learn to hear God's voice. And I also want to remember, remember to pray for the, the abortion thing that's going on throughout the states and all the tornado damages that's going on. So many things are going on in the world, and then we're talking about the war again, of course, with Iran. Um, and it's flooding in various places. It's going on. A lot of, a lot of stuff is going on um, very, very bad. Um, very, very good too. So, um, I'll just go ahead and open up in prayer. Uh, Father, we we thank you for um, our closing prayer. We thank you, Father, for this evening, Father. Um, I pray that you would help all those who listen, Father, to learn to hear your voice, to hear more clearly. That they will follow not anything that I said, but of what you're saying, what your spirit is saying, what your written word is saying, Father, that they would be drawn closer towards you, Father, and then not only that they were here, but they were walking the ways you have determined to walk before the foundation of the world. And we also lift up all the calamities, all the legislation that's going on, Father, that, ever, that your will will be, have, will, will be done, Father, Lord, that we as America, Father, will represent you and our government and how you would want it represented, Father Lord. And also, Father Lord, did uh, you you will give provision, oh God, Lord. All these people suffering, oh God, Lord. They don't have no homes, no houses, oh Father Lord, because of the tornadoes and the floods, oh Father Lord. Open up doors for them, Father Lord. Give them shelter, whether it be to uh, like something missionary to the Salvation Army, Father Lord, or churches within the community that churches open up, Father Lord. Their their homes, their places of worship for the people, Father. Um, and let food be poured in, Father. Give them wisdom, Father. Give them direction. Give our politicians wisdom and direction. And not just the president, Father, Lord, but everyone down all the way down to the city councilman, to the school superintendents, Father. And also I pray for those, Father, the remaining of the school year, Father, Lord, that you protect them from hurt over danger from any violence against each other, any, any gun shooting, mass shootings, any uh, harm from um, teachers or anything like that, Father. Let your, your Holy Spirit cover. We ask these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So hopefully now everybody's listening for Father's voice. Going, yeah. What'd you say? What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs>
I know one of the big things I learned was praying to hear the Holy Spirit before I read the Bible. That was a big thing for me. But yeah, because he might he tell you what scripture is. So, well, thank you so much, Jameer. Okay. You have a blessed evening. And everybody out there, Father bless you all. And we'll see you next week. Is this yeah. the final lesson on hearing from God? or? Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. All, all right. right, everyone. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye.